With this week's Press Lunch and Audio, you're going to hear first from tight end Brady Russell, then from safety Nick Fisher, followed by quarterback Steve Montez and head coach Mike McIntyre. First, we have tight end Brady Russell, and we will open it up to questions. Brady, you didn't have any catches until last Saturday. You get four in one game. What was that experience like for you? Yes, sir. That was an awesome experience. Um, I knew that it was going to happen at some point. I just needed to be ready to get my first catch, and um, I think I've been ready for a long time. I just was waiting for the right opportunity, and Washington showed us a good look to do that. So. Brady, I know you've had a lot of snaps out there playing. And maybe as a blocker, had some big blocks on some touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It was nice to show people that they had to do the other part of playing tight end. Yes, sir, that was nice. Uh, I definitely loved having those opportunities, but I'm also happy to just do whatever's asked of me. So I guess I just got to keep that mentality going forward and be ready for whatever they ask me to do. Brady, obviously, uh, Tight ends are probably never going to be a focal point of this offense, but how have yourself and your teammates gone about the business of uh, kind of staying focused and being ready uh, when your number is called, like we saw this past weekend? Um, I think Coach Bernardi does a great job in meetings of getting us mentally ready um, and prepared in terms of the homework he gives us, the film we watch, everything. Um, I think he keeps us prepared. It's, it's since we might not get as many reps on the field during the practice week. Um, so essentially, it's just all in the preparation. How much do you enjoy the blocking part of the game? I mean, you've gone through a whole couple times ahead of Trayvon, a couple other people, uh, ahead of Liska a couple mm-hmm. times. How much, uh, how much do you enjoy going downfield and finding that safety or that linebacker and, and engaging them? Oh, I love I love one of my favorite plays for sure is when I get to pull around with the guard. Um, I love getting to run up and smash heads with some other guys. So that's definitely one of my favorite parts of the game. Football's all about hitting, so. Brady, obviously with your, your family history with this school, uh, mm-hmm. can you describe how it felt to, to finally uh, you know, kind of be out there and, and, and producing for this team and, and just wondering maybe if you heard from your uncle afterwards at all? Um. I did hear from my uncle afterwards. It was actually pretty funny. The announcers on the TV had said uh, that he was my dad. So he sent me a video of the TV, and he goes, I didn't realize you were my, or I was your dad. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I heard from him. He said, good job. Um, but, yeah, my whole family, they're really excited about it. I think they also would have been excited no matter where I went. They just want to see me do well, which I think is a great um part of my family, but they are like excited that I'm at CU as well. So, Ready for you to go for, decide to walk on here instead of other opportunities. So what went into that decision to, to come here and, and how pleased are you with how it's worked out getting a scholarship and, and just playing and things like that? It's worked out pretty well for you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy with that uh, decision in the end. I knew in my mind that I could play at this level. I knew I just, like I just wasn't getting a shot. Um, so I was happy CU gave me an opportunity to walk on. That was great of them. Um, but I also thought in the end, with the D1 AA opportunities I had and everything, I would rather be playing big-time Division One college football 
um, and see what I could do at that level because that was my dream ever since I was a kid was to play in that, I think it was BCS back then, but Power 5 football. So. Anything else for Brady? Awesome. Thanks, Brady. All right, thank you. I believe I saw a change in culture. Uh, it made me believe that we could be good if we wanted to be. Uh, the bond that we have, I think, has a lot to do with it. So I could see that early on. And then if the guys bought in, which we have, I thought that the defense would be uh, good. Exactly what I just said, that bond. I don't think we had that uh, back then. You want to fight for the guys that you're playing with now. Uh, it's maybe less individualism, more team. Is there anything as far as like fundamentally you feel like in this area of the defense is really... I mean, the defensive line obviously has been much better this year, but like, is there certain aspects of the, the scheme or anything like that that you're more comfortable with that you guys are better at this year? I think uh, second year, new, new uh, D.C., getting a little bit more familiar. Uh, guys are really getting in the playbook. Um, you know, really focused on you talking about fundamentals, uh, safety's talking. We, we changed up, uh, work a lot of ball drills and stuff now, focus on that. I think that has shown up in the last two games. Um, tackling, been a lot better with tackling. So. Who forced the fumble? You were Landman. Landman did, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I wanted to say I did, but then um, I honestly thought I did, but then I saw the replay of it, and it was just me holding them up. I thought I got it the first time my hand was there, but... He came in and knocked it out. You don't even get a hat? I don't know. I didn't even look. But I, it was pretty clear that he got that one out. Brian Lindgren is the offensive coordinator at Oregon State. Do you see a lot of similarities with what he's doing there compared to what he did when he was there? Yep. Uh, watching the film today, we uh, see some things that we've been practicing on. Uh, but, you know, Oregon State's good offense. Um, Got the leading rusher right now, so and in the Pac-12 they have the leading rusher. So, so how, how does it feel as defense to be putting your team in position to to win games? I, mean, I know the offense has struggled the last couple of games, but you guys are continually creating opportunities for this team and, and putting you guys in position. So how does that feel after last year playing so much better on defense? Feels great, um, but with that, you know, Coach Mack. Is a lot more intense. Um, the defensive coaches are a lot more intense. So it feels good on the field, but you know the work week's harder. Um, it's more pressure on guys. A lot more film to be watched. A lot more expectations of uh, everyone on the defense comes with that. Anything else for Nick? Just team wide. Uh, Obviously losing a couple in a row, but with the South Division, so it was just kind of jumbled there. Do you guys take some some confidence in that, knowing that everything's still out there for you if you guys just play well? Yep. Um, everyone in the Pac-12 is good. I think the uh, standings show that. 
Um, and Coach Mack just talks about fighting and keeping it about uh, Colorado football. And as long as we do that, you know, chips are going to fall where they do. And we just, all we can do is play hard. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Yep. How you doing? All right. Next up, we'll have quarterback Steven Montez, and we will open it up to questions. Hey, Steven, what do you see from Oregon State? They got a. I think they're really good offensively, from what I've seen, just watching their games just on TV. Uh, defensively, they, defensively, they do a, a few different things. They don't do too much different stuff, but I think we'll. Uh, We'll have a good game plan going in, and and hopefully uh, we'll we'll do some positive things on offense, just from what we've seen on film. Tim, you obviously worked with uh, Brian pretty closely over the last couple of years. So are you excited to see him a little bit? I know there may not be a whole lot of time to really chit chat with him, but are you excited to see him? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I've been, we've been keeping up with each other, just texting back and forth and whatnot. I mean, he. Him and Jeffco, him Jeffco and Mac were really the fir- the first people to kind of give me my shot here. So, I mean, I'm always thankful for for Linger and Jeffco and, and Mac. So, uh, I'm very very excited to see him. Um, he was a he was a great coach for me while he was here. And uh, even if we don't get to talk for a long time, even just a, hey, what's up? How you been doing? How are the kids? Kind of type deal. So, I mean, I'm excited to play Oregon State, and I'm also excited to see Coach Linger as well. As a follow-up to that, we talked so much this year about what Roper's done for you. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about what Lindbergh did for you as far as laying the foundation for you as a college quarterback? Yeah, he kind of he kind of just he helped me get super comfortable with our offense, and it wasn't it wasn't so much defensive football. It was more about worrying about what we were doing on offense and knowing where everyone was going to be and knowing where everybody needed to be lined up. And so he kind of he kind of just just kind of ingrained the playbook into my mind and just to where I was always thinking about it. And then he's, ob- he's obviously great, just a great man as well, in general, just a great human being. So it was just, it was, it was just good to, just good to, get to get to know him and get to see what kind of person he was. You go back and watch the tape from the last two weeks. Where are the areas where you think you struggle the most and how do you improve there? I think getting through progressions is one of the areas that I really need to improve on right now and it needs to improve quick. Um, just not getting stuck on the primary and just getting all the way through from primary to our third, fourth read. And uh, so we've been working on that in practice, and it's getting better. It's getting better each day we we work on it with the different progressions that we have. Steve, how important is it for the offense to get its mojo back this week, uh, get things clicking, get things moving down through? Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be huge for us this week to uh, to get some positive things going on offense. Um, I think I think we have a good offense here, and I think uh, Oregon State's going to be a good team. So we just got to see who brings their uh, their A game on that uh, on Saturday. So we're gonna we're gonna work hard this entire week to get us prepared for the game, and hopefully we go out on Saturday and execute. Different mindset coming off the of two losses. I think so. I think so. It's kind of like kind of like being backed into a corner. You know, and the only way the only way you're getting out of there is you got to come out swinging. So I think that's what we plan on doing Saturday. Anything else for Steven? With that mentality, is that just kind of speak to the maturity of this team as opposed to maybe last year back in the corner, 
you guys don't come out swinging a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it. I think it just kind of, just like you said, it kind of speaks to what this team is all about and kind of how this team is wired. Um, I think this group of guys on offense and defense has a lot of fight in them, and I think they they won't go out without a fight. And so uh, that's what I expect on Saturday is come out. You'll see you're going to see that physical football that we talk about on offense and defense. You're going to see us probably air the rock out a little bit. We're going to run it as well with Trayvon and Kyle. And then we'll have we'll have a few wrinkles for Oregon State specifically for what they do. So we'll uh, we'll have a good plan for them, and and we'll go out there and we'll we'll be physical with them, and we'll hopefully out execute them as well. The offense really struggled without the viscous. Is that something you guys are concerned with that he's not able to make more games? Um, I mean, I think everybody in this room knows that Lavisca is probably the best receiver in the country, and if not one of the best athletes in the whole the whole country as well. So obviously, if he, when he's not on the field, it's not good for us. It's not a good thing that he's not on the field. But I think that we've got some young guys that can come in and make plays and and execute while LaVisca's out. We got Dimitri Stanley out there. We got Daniel Arias who scored a touchdown last game. So I think we got young guys who who have the potential to do to do really great things for this offense. And uh, I think it's all just going to come down to execution. Steven, uh, what was it that you guys saw when you started throwing to the tight ends last week? Uh, we saw, well, first of all, we noticed kind of one thing that we had been doing was not throwing to the tight ends at all. So we, we kind of figured that out. And then once we saw that Washington wasn't really respecting the tight ends at all, we just started just dumping it down to them. And they just started go pick up yards with their legs after the catch. Anything else for Steven? Awesome. Thanks, okay. Steven. Appreciate you guys. All right. Uh, of course, two beautiful days in Boulder. Um, and so um, we've had excellent practices outside, and I thought, thought it went real well. Um, we're uh, excited about homecoming and playing at home. It's going to be a absolute gorgeous day Saturday, so our guys are pumped, excited about um, another Pac-12 game. Um, you know, we're going against uh, Coach Lindgren, who uh, I'm very fond of, who we, we coached together. He um, one year at San Jose State and five years here, so know him and his family really well. And uh, so we've been going back looking at stuff he used to do in practice and everything. Um, and uh, so... Uh, getting all his old trick plays and all that stuff that he's run before. So um, um, I know he'll have, he'll pull some of those out. Um, you know, offensively, they're very good. Um, they have two prolific running backs um, that I think are phenomenal. Um, and, uh, and Jamar Jefferson being the freshman that's so good. Um, and uh, they, he, he's basically played five games and has basically 900 yards. It's pretty good. Uh, he only played three snaps last week in the game. Uh, so stopping their running attack, they're, they're showing some stuff on offense. They use number 18, Timmy Hernandez, kind of like we did Nelson Spruce. He'll be very, he'll be very familiar to you um, when you see him play. He's a really good player. Um, Trayvon Bradford is a really fast slot. Um, and then when they bring in their, um, their – the rest of the guys all can make plays too. But um, I was very, very impressed with their running game, extremely impressed. Uh, um, so I'll take any questions at this time.
disappointing, probably frustrating the last couple of weeks, but how do you go about uh, with your team uh, the business of, of turning a page, obviously with five games remaining and, and a log jam in, in the division, there, there's still everything really to play for. Right, our guys know that. Um, you know, they're excited about playing, um, and uh, you know, this uh, this is our um, last game in October. We call the gold the gold games happen in November, um, and but we put this as a gold game. Uh, we moved to November up a week um, because we've got to keep we've got to you know basically run the table, um, and uh, we feel like that. We're excited about having this opportunity Saturday to get going, and we do feel like we have a chance. Um, I think uh, everybody in the Pac-12 South almost thinks they have a chance. Um, so, uh, and uh, we've got some really good home games ahead of us here, and we need to take care of home, um, and uh, and then play better on the road. But we need to take care of home games for sure. When you watched Jamar Jefferson run, what is it that you like about him? What makes him unique? Wow, he is so powerful um, and uh, explosive. He has a really good stiff arm, so he'll get on him and he kind of freezes him, gives him that stiff arm and explodes away. He's a strong, powerful runner. Um, number 21 for them is extremely fast. Um, twice he outran the Ohio State's defense for like one for like 70 and one for like 60. And, um, their offensive line does a really good job. Um, Brian does a good job of getting those running backs in positions to be able to run well um, and, and schemes. Uh, I just they, they have a very they have an excellent running attack. Mike, we talked about your team. Stephen Montez said this morning that you guys need to come out swinging. You had to bounce back from two losses. Did you get that feeling so far this week in practice that they've had that attitude? Uh, yes, they've, uh, they've practiced really well. Um, they've been in tune to everything. Um, I'm giving different guys projects they have to present in front of the whole team. Um, those are very good projects they did. Um, we're doing that every day. Um, they're really focused on what they're doing. Um, and um, I think also the nice weather out there uplifted their spirits a lot too. Um, and so I thought the last two practices were good practices. Brady Russell had four catches, and they're obviously are happy when any of your guys have success. But is there always kind of a, a soft spot in your heart for a guy that's been here as a walk-on and is having the success? Yeah, uh, you know, Brady's a really good player. Uh, he just keeps working. He He's getting better and better and better all the time. Uh, Coach Bernardi's done an excellent job with him, and uh, it was uh, um, he did some excellent things blocking also. Uh, you know, Brady's a, 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 a good football player that will continue to improve. So he's still got a lot of upside ahead of him because he's just so new to him um, at the, just playing the tight end position all the time. Um, so, it, yeah, but it is fun watching him do that. And I know it's fun for his family being a legacy. And uh, um, so um, and everybody knows where he is because of his hair, that's for sure. Two-part question on the corners. Uh, can you update us on the situation with, with Chris and, and, uh, and Delrick? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, Chris got operated on yesterday, and he's out for the year. Um, Delrick is um, practiced today and will be able to play Saturday. So with that, um, can you talk about the importance of, uh, of Dante and, and Trey Udofia and, and them kind of having to deal with uh, getting benched a little bit or being – on the lower on the depth chart, and then have them come back in. Yeah, we've um, you know we've 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 alternated those guys. We've done different things with with the players, um, 
And, uh, you know, our, our, our corners got to play better than they've played. They know that. We know that. Um, with what we do, um, they're going to be thrown at. That's the way it is. And if we can do that, then we'll be able to stop the run and we'll be able to play really good football. Um, so um, those guys are good enough to do it and have had a, they had a really good practice today. Um, and they're excited about going and playing. Any more updates on injuries like the Visca and um, your son? Uh, yeah, um, Visca and Jay are still day to day. Um, we'll see if they'll be able to play Saturday. Um, hopefully they will. Not sure yet. Anyone else? Um, well, Jawan Winfrey's back, going pretty good. He played last week some, came through that good, and um, has moved around um, better in practice this week than he has at any time. So I think he'll be ready to, to go. That's what I'm hoping. Unless he has a setback this week. We, last week we got a guy hurt on Wednesday. Hope that doesn't happen this week. James. Uh, James is day to day too. Coach, uh, you know, halfway through the season now, it seems like we're you're still trying to piece together, figure out what the best combination is up front on offense, uh -huh. on the offensive line. You get to put it all on, on one position group, but down the stretch here. How integral is it to get that figured out for, for this team to achieve its goals over these last five games? Well, it's integral that, um, you know, they play well and that all our positions play well. Um, you know, there's no room for error as you go along at all. Um, and I, I definitely think that they, there, there's been progress with individuals there as a group. Um, they've played well at times and, and not as well as we'd like at times. Um, so um, hopefully everybody has stepped up and we'll be able to roll along the the, the shining line I like to say, and it is, if anybody gets nicked up, at least we're putting guys in that haven't, they've played some, um, and that helps us too. So, yes, we, I think we'll keep improving there. Well, I don't think. I know we'll keep improving there, and I've seen improvement by, especially by uh, some of the younger guys, and I've also seen improvement by Timmy Lanott. Um, he was struggling a little bit, um, coming back from his Achilles and just kept pushing. In the last couple of weeks, I've seen a jump by Timmy um, in his play. Coach, uh, ran the ball really well in the first half. What adjustments were made uh, by uh, Washington, or how come you didn't have as much success in the second half? Uh, well, they, <laughs> we didn't block it as well. Um, they were um, a little more stout uh, in, this, in the situation. And there was a couple plays there. Um, we had an opportunity to break it loose and just didn't make the right cut or um, that type of thing. So we could have had a couple other good runs in the game, um, but it was disappointing um, in, in the second half that we didn't run the ball as well um, as we did in the first half, and it would have made a big difference um, for us. Coach, the streak right now is only at two games. Obviously, it was two very tough contests on the road. In particular, the last three years, it's been a three, um, eight, and a five-game losing streak. Is there something different about this year's team? Do you feel the more confident that they'll be kind of nip that in the bud? I, I think that this team is really close. Um, we've got to go score one more point in the team we play Saturday. Um, and uh, I don't think our kids think one second about any streaks whatsoever. I think that's a media ploy, media thing to talk about. Um, but I think they'll play well. They, they don't seem disgruntled. They seem um, um, ticked off and wanting to prove themselves. And they also realize um, what the question was asked earlier about what's in front of us. we got a lot in front of us. And uh, so that also motivates them too a lot. Going back to 
Miller? How disappointing for him? He was seemed to be coming on after having that injury. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's real disappointing for him. It's real disappointing uh, to me. Uh, I, I feel like he's a, an excellent talent. Uh, he's a phenomenal kid. If you've been around him a little bit, you can see he's always got a smile. He's a positive kid, um, and uh, I think he can be, end up being an excellent corner. Um, and so he was coming on and doing some really good things, and uh, it is, it's a tough loss for us. The other guys got to go play and, and stay healthy. <laughs> That's what they got to do too. Any concern as a coach uh, team coming in with one win that your team might take it a little easier because of that or because you have so much in front of you that that's not going to be right. an issue? I, uh, I sure hope not. You know, you only get so many opportunities to play, and I talk to our guys all the time. You know, your role can change at any time. You know, the week before we had th four starters playing, and the next week those four starters didn't even make the trip. So you, you're not guaranteed your next game. And so you better play every chance you get. And uh, that's the one thing that's really, really it's tough in all sports, but in football you notice it more. Um, injuries happen. Uh, it's a physical man's football game, a game. And uh, you have to be tough. You have to be physical. You have to be able to bounce back from injury. And the guys behind them have to be able to step up and play. And they, have to, they don't just step up and play. They better play well. Um, and that's what they're counting on. So I believe our guys understand that. And so hopefully they'll take that mentality. Um, and they do have a ton to play for. Mark Johnson, you already got your Halloween outfit on, your mask on, everything. <laughs> cowboy look. Got the cowboy look. I don't think you can tell what's me. Oh. <laughs> All right, thank you.